When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 11.03, this is Mornings with Smithy. Stephen McIver in the house to midday with Logan Swinkles and Finn James. It's time to talk the America's Cup because it's closing in fast when you think the... Um, Emirates Team New Zealand successfully defended the America's Cup back in 2021. Now, there's normally a four-year break, but because it was late and it was COVID, uh, the next one is next year. Uh, there have been two preliminary regattas already this year, one in Villanova, which is south of Barcelona, which is the host city for the 37th America's Cup uh, beginning mm, September October next year. Well, October 20 will be when the match is underway. We should know by then. And of course, they've won, there is also one preliminary regatta in the big boats. But these first two regattas have been in the smaller boats, the AC-40s. And part of the commentary team joining me is three-time champion, as an America's Cup champion, is uh, Glenn Ashby, who's, I would suggest, in the middle of painting. Would that be right? Morning, uh, Stephen. Yeah, busy few weeks, to say the least. So, uh I'd be taking up a, uh, a career in painting, that's for sure. All right. Uh, now, I don't want you walking around, Glenn, because your, your connection in the, the middle of uh, Victoria sounds a bit dodgy at the moment, OK? Can you stand still? <laughs> yeah, no, we're all good, mate. We're all good. Hey, um, let's talk about the two regattas that you and I have both been to. Uh, the first one in Villanova had, had no... No wind at all, which wasn't good, but it was further down the coast from where the, the cup is going to be. We know one thing for sure, that Emirates Team New Zealand have sold their design to the French, but were you surprised when they came out and won the first race in that regatta? Yeah, look, they, they did a, a fantastic job, I think, of, um, you know, of sort of getting out of the blocks in, in good shape. So, I, you know, I, I think, you know, they've got a really, really, you know, good, strong sailing team. Um, a lot of depth of talent sort of behind the scenes within the team as well. So, you know, they did a great job getting, you know, getting a, a couple of good runs on the board and I think honestly surprised quite a few people. Historically, the, the French have, have, have a great play in the America's Cup. The fact that Emirates Team New Zealand have, you know, sold their design to the French, does that give them a slight underdog tag going into the big show next year? Yeah, look, I think they've... Um, you know they've done a really nice job in in using that design package. They're, they're, by them, the French taking that design package, they've effectively negated the need to have their own design and engineering team. So they've been able to come to the party later than some of the other teams, which is a, a cost saving. So although that they've had to pay for the design package. Um, 
for time purposes, that's actually made a big difference for them and probably saved them a little bit of money early on as well. So they will have, you know, hopefully um, a really, really strong package and it will give not only Emirates to New Zealand, but it'll give the other teams an idea of how that package is actually going, you know, when the French actually get that boat on the water and they get to sail against some of the other challenges. So it's... Um, going to be a really interesting uh, next few months as that plays out and as the boats all come out of the sheds um, you know probably around sort of April May June next year um, all eyes will be absolutely on the French to see uh, you know how they how they line up and how they get going. The the one team through both regattas that has been incredibly disappointing and there must be questions being asked right now is Enios Britannia the challenges of record right they're spending a lot of money and they don't seem to be going far. Now, do we have to be careful when we say that considering we're only seeing them in the AC40s or do you sense they might be in trouble? Look, I think it's really, really difficult to, to judge how a team is actually going just when they're sailing on the, uh, on the AC40s because behind the scenes there's a lot of wheels turning, there's a lot of different programs going on with development um, with foil testing on their on their LEQ test boats, um, as we've seen in the past, uh, you know, the, well, Ben Ainsley had actually won the World Series on the uh, on the AC45 catamarans actually uh, not last campaign but the campaign before, and you know, bombed out during the actual America's Cup. So it's really not that clear if you do well in the AC40s, how you're actually going for the big game, for the big show. So although, you know, it's, it's important to do well in those regattas, the ultimate game is actually designing and setting up your AC75 big boat for the actual cup itself. So that's where all the teams will be largely focusing their energies, uh, you know, on that for, for next year because nobody really cares who wins the World Series when... All you're really worrying about is the America's Cup, although it's important for sponsors and, and for morale. Um, at the end of the day, the America's Cup is the game that everyone's focusing on. So I don't think I'd read too much into how they're performing on the AC40, to be honest. Glenn, it's hard not to look at the American campaign and the Italian campaign and what they've been doing for a long time now and the amount of time they've been putting their test boats in the water. And, and it's very open now, so there are no secrets that we know of anyway. It's hard not to look past those two, those two teams as one of those being the challenger when it comes to the match, the one that matters. Yeah, absolutely agree, Stephen. I think the um, the American team, I think, is a, a very, very strong team. Um, not only have they got a, a really, really solid sailing team, I think the depth of experience in their in their design team and their engineering team um, and behind the scenes, a lot of seasoned campaigners there that have all seen the movie before they know what it takes um terry hutchinson is is very much an experienced campaigner um been trying to win the america's cup basically all his life and he's doing absolutely everything he possibly can behind the scenes to you know put their team in in great shape to um you know, to have a great chance and I, I think they'll be a very very strong team as we come into uh into the early parts of next year I got asked a question yesterday, and, and you know, I'm not the smartest bloke running around, uh, Glenn, but they said to me, well, what's the, well, there's that saying if you, you know, when the boats come out, the, the, the hulls come out, you've either built a fast boat or a slow boat, but 
it doesn't necessarily apply to the AC-75s who are foiling monohulls. Does the shape of the hull still play a big part in the way the America's Cup is sailed now? Yes, it, it absolutely does. And I think that's going to be a really, really interesting part of, of this next America's Cup, which it, which it is in, in every America's Cup. You know, it is very much a design race as well as an actual on-water sailing race. It's a, it's a full team package that actually gets put together and ultimately the, the, the sailing team just are sort of executing the plan for the for the wider team very much the same as in, in motor racing the drivers are, are executing the plan with often hundreds of people behind the scenes um, so really those hulls that do come out not only are they designed you know hydrodynamically to be able to you know get moving forward and then ultimately take off onto the foils but the big development in the AC-75s, I think, in this iteration versus the last America's Cup will be largely based around the aerodynamics. And the aerodynamics of the hull, now that they're flying, basically, is extremely important because the hulls actually connect the sails or the rig to the water. And what they're actually doing is it's really connecting that whole package in a, in a 3D perspective. And that's super important for performance the way the hull actually integrates in with the rig so it's very much a um, a whole package deal now not only you know you're not separating the sail design and the, the rig design from the hull you've actually got to look at the hull and the rig as one and the modeling that goes into that is extremely important and, and little tweaks on the hull shape make a huge difference of of how the air actually travels around the rig so um, aerodynamics these days in America's Cup design is probably one of the keys, um, you know, for ultimate performance because you're really trying to minimise drag, not only in, in the water, but you're trying to minimise drag in the air as well. And because the boats are literally travelling super fast through through the air, particularly upwind, um, any reduction in aerodynamic drag um, equates to, to better performance, and that's what all the teams are trying to do. So it's generally it's F1 on the water. So here's 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 a question for you, because we are uh, the excuse me the the America's Cup is now uh, two men down, so eight man crews and the sight laws are back. They are lighter. So do you think they will be able to pop out of the water in much lighter air now? Yes, absolutely, Stephen. The the boats themselves um, are still the AC75 class, but that class rule um, has had a few minor tweaks and adjustments that have all been agreed upon by all the teams. Um, you know, over the last well, basically, you know, in between the two America's Cups, the new AC75s will have slightly larger span lifting foils. So the, the actual span of those horizontal foils that lift the boat out will be slightly larger. And the boats have actually got lighter as well. So they've they've got rid of basically uh, the winches and any of the, the Code Zero sails or the, the bigger front sails, which were part of the early stages of the last campaign. Um, all that's been removed. So the boats have actually reduced weight um, you know, by, by quite a, a few hundred kilograms, um, and that's inclusive of, of getting rid of um, a couple of crew members as well. So the, hydro, 
the hydraulic systems have actually got slightly more efficient, um, thus the, the reduction of power needed to sail the boats well. And the fact that they are lighter will actually make them take off that little bit easier. So we'll definitely see some, some better performance in the, in the lighter conditions uh, over in Barcelona. So the, the one thing that, that sort of surprised, well, doesn't surprise me because it's what the rules are, but all teams are only allowed to build three, not three sets, but just three foils. How critical is getting those three foils right to A, being the challenger for the Louis Vuitton 37th America's Cup? Yeah, no pressure on any of the designers there at all, is there? <laughs> You've really got really got to make sure that you choose wisely and that your tools that you've developed um, are, are absolutely on, on, on par because you haven't got a chance to, to really make a mistake there and to be honest behind the scenes I think that one of the huge developments and the huge sort of um, you know all the meetings going on behind the scenes really is largely around foil development and, and signing off on your foils. They're very, very complex. They take quite a few months to build. Um, a lot of machine parts, a lot of composite work. Um, really, at the end of the day, that is you know, the engine, if you like, in the water. Getting that right um, and wrong, in actual fact, will, will absolutely make a huge difference in, in whether you're winning or losing the America's Cup next year. So um, very, very interesting to see what the teams come out with there. And that's certainly something personally um, that I'll be paying very, very close attention to uh, in the coming months as they come out of the shed. I don't want to deep dive on this because that's why I call you the professor because I know you love this, but the, 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 the maintenance of the systems and getting the oil around the systems to get those four cant ups and the, and the rams on the rig and the whole nine yards, is there an edge there? Can you find an edge there to, do, to you know, basically win, win, a, win a Challenger Series? Absolutely, and I think um, you know the, the the mechatronic side of these boats now is is extremely complicated. Um, it's it's a wonderful area, not only in sailing but sort of worldwide. You know, for for upcoming uh, you know students and people studying, it, it's really a, a, a you know a, we're pulling the lid off um, just the very infancy of what can happen down the track and how efficient those hydraulic systems and electronic systems are really give the, the sailing team the tools to actually sail the boats well around the track. And if you can make a, a slight gain in your high, hydraulic efficiency, um, it means that the, the, the cyclors or the grinders that are providing that, that oil power, if you like, moving the oil around the boat to operate their systems, if they can gain even a small amount of efficiency, that means you've got more gears in the gearbox that you can use around the track, which ultimately turns into performance and speed. So very much, you know, the sailing team will always, you know, use more power than they've got available. And so the more efficient that those systems can be, absolutely there's an advantage there because, um, you know, that advantage of being able to change gears accurately, you know, turns into speed. So it's a, definitely a package deal. With these being second-generation boats, from your experience, and you, you've done it all before you, how close will this America's Cup be? Look, I, I, a great question, Stephen. I, I think, ultimately, I think all the, all the teams will be closer this time round than they were last time. Although, you know, uh, Emirates Team New Zealand had some fantastic racing with uh, Lunarossa 
Prada Pirelli in the last cup and some great battles. I think globally all the challenges will be, you know, at a, at a high level. And I think that's something that you know, in any sort of updated generation, you know, everybody sort of comes together. And, and you see that through multiple different disciplines in, in not only sailing but, but sport in general. And, you know, everyone looks at each other and, and designers and engineers, you know, all, uh, all eventually develop similar tools and they work out what's fast. So I, I definitely think we'll see some closer racing and I think all the challenges will be, uh, you know, at a high standard. You're excited, aren't you? Because I know I am. It's going to be great. Look, it's, it's really, really interesting. And, and the, the whole design aspect of the America's Cup is, uh, is, is one of those great challenges. It's, uh, you know, been over 170 years that, that this uh, Cup has been around for. And, um, you know, there's been fantastic, you know, developments in design and technology right the way through. And you look back 100 years and you go, wow, those boats are old. And in another 100 years' time, we'll be looking back. Well, we probably won't be, but our, our grandkids will be saying, wow, those funny old boats that uh, that Dad used to sail uh, look pretty old now compared to what we're doing these days. So it's all relative and, um, you know, we're just at a time in space, but um, what a wonderful time it is. You're a good bugger, Glenn Ashby. Uh, happy holiday season. I, I expect you'll be on the water over the holidays. Yeah, a little bit of uh, on, the, on the water for, for us, for sure. But, um, yeah, very much at a, at a slow pace, just a, a few knots, all being well, watching the, the bubbles go by. But um, no, Merry Christmas to everybody over there in the uh, in the East Island, um, from us over here in the West Island, and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody in the, in the new year. Nice talking, man. Take it easy. Talk soon. Thanks, Stephen.